Hey everyone, it's James back again with another brief explainer podcast for consensus education. This one's going to be on logical fallacies. Before I get into that, our brief explainer podcast series are just five minute deconstructions on a really kind of common topic. Uh, They're made for both teachers and students to just be able to have a quick listen and kind of hone up on a particular skill. Uh, This question on logical fallacies, I'm really looking forward to deconstructing. So uh, yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing that I should tell you is what a logical fallacy actually is. A lot of people have actually heard of the word fallacy and they've heard of the word logic. A logical fallacy comes in two forms though. The first one is a structural, formal, logical fallacy. The second one is an informal, logical fallacy. That's pretty easy. A formal logical fallacy is an argument that's just so bad that it proves itself wrong, or is it just wrong by virtue of the way it was constructed? That might just be a bunch of opinions that you spout. That might be um, facts that are just so erroneous, so bad that they just don't make sense. That might be two statements that just contradict each other. Those types of things are formal logical fallacies. Informal logical fallacies. Now, this is where I really get interested as a debating teacher. An informal logical fallacy is kind of like a bad argumentation habit. So this is the idea of, you know, some pitfalls that people kind of fall into occasionally when they are arguing. And I can say that I see them fairly commonly in terms of um, kids when they're arguing, but also quite sadly uh, by our politicians and members of the media. So what do these look like? Often they're just not done intentionally. Um, They're just kind of, as I suggested, probably bad habits that people fall into. Uh, The first one I'm going to go through is called the ad hominem fallacy. The ad hominem fallacy is attacking the person. So attacking the person is essentially like, if I prove that you're a bad person, then by virtue of that, your argument is also wrong. And that's just not true. Um, So you can see why it's a logical fallacy. In terms of politics, that might look like attacking the person that came up with a policy rather than the policy itself. It's uh, it's bad argument, quite frankly, and we don't do it in debating. And I'm really glad of that. The next one is slippery slope fallacy. This is the one that's probably pretty sad and we do see in debating. This is kind of like when things get so catastrophically bad that they roll down the slippery slope and they head towards the doom. Essentially, this is like if we ban homework, then something terrible will happen. I'll show you how that plays out. If we ban homework, what occurs is that people don't learn maths anymore. Once they don't learn maths anymore, they don't know how to count. And when they don't know how to count, they go to a shopping center and they can't buy food and then they become homeless and then they die. The whole idea is that those types of outcomes probably weren't likely and that's why it's called the slippery slope fallacy. So we try and avoid that in debating by only doing one or two logical jumps down that particular slope, then stopping us before us before we get too catastrophic, before we get too crazy and too bad. The third common one is called a straw man fallacy. A straw man fallacy is essentially creating a scarecrow out of the opposition's argument. So taking the argument, dressing it up in a way that you think is the easiest way for you to attack it. And basically, it's a misrepresentation of what someone else is saying. I think it really comes down to the fact that people don't listen well. Um, So sometimes it's intentionally misrepresenting someone's thoughts. Other times it's unintentionally doing it. And it really doesn't make for a good argument. What we try and do in debating is we try and listen really well, respond to the best parts, the best version of the opposition's case, and then we can avoid the straw man fallacy. 
An interesting one I wanted to mention in this podcast is called the No True Scotsman Fallacy. This is a newer logical fallacy, and what it does is it basically says that one person's representation is pretty much the same and holds true for all people's representation. So it's probably best referred to as like a generalization. It essentially works like this. No true Scotsman would be without a kilt and bagpipes. This is suggesting that all Scotsmen wear kilts and all Scotsmen have bagpipes. An Australian version of that might be that no true Australian wouldn't eat Vegemite on their toast. And as a person that's not a huge fan of Vegemite, I think that you can see why that fallacy is like an actual thing. What we try and do to avoid that is we try and avoid generalizing groups of people. And in debates, what we try and do is break them down into little groups like micro stakeholders or mini stakeholder groups so that we can analyze them each separately. There are two reasons why I thought this podcast was a good idea, just in summary. The first is because it's really important to know when you're making a logical fallacy. And the more that you learn about logical fallacies, the more that you'll be able to avoid them. The second is because when you're a debater, you always need to be looking for new logical ways to attack someone's argument. Keep in mind here that simply stating that what they said was a logical fallacy is not really good enough. It's really important to understand, okay, this logical fallacy that you've used is an argument that is not well constructed and it means that I should be able to attack this easier. So instead of stating the logical fallacy, you still need to disprove it. But it's interesting to note that people get better at rebuttal when they're able to identify where the weakness in the argument is. That's it from me today, but if you'd like to get in touch and actually ask us a question that we can kind of go through in one of our brief explainer podcasts, please feel free to shoot us an email at info at consensuseducation.com. Cheers.